All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday? You know, we back in the studio again. I hope y'all having a beautiful day. Y'all, you know what I didn't realize about the studio? The most weed in a concentrated spot is the studio. I'm telling you, somebody always got a blunt rolled up or something. Like, it, it, it's simple. Like, it, it's weed everywhere. And honestly, I feel, it feel nice. It feel nice to just be like, hey, you need a blunt? Go to somebody and go get a blunt. You you can't beat that. You, you really can't beat that. But I hope y'all having a beautiful, beautiful day. I'm going to tell y'all how mine went in a quick second. I know I was off last week. Uh, it was crazy. Honestly, I meant to record a podcast last week. I was up here in... And, like, it was, I, like, recorded it, but I didn't because, you know, I was high than a motherfucker. And we, we was, we was going all over the place. It, it was, it was three of us. And we was just going all over the place, talking everything, Louisiana music, all, all type of shit, business shit. And, honestly, I was, I got... (laughs) It, it it got a little crazy and plus the music was in the background and it, it it got a little crazy but honestly I think I like that so sometimes I, I may have some music in the background for the ambiance and all that but everything went everything went kind of perfectly so like it, it just didn't happen last week but we back again this week I'm I'm sorry about last week it, that was an error on my mistake but hey we back, we doing it. But let me tell you how I went to the dentist, right? All right, I'm, I'm giving y'all a little bit backstory before I go into this whole shit. Now, I know a lot of us are kind of still apprehensive about the dentist. Shit, I'm still apprehensive about the dentist. And I've been knowing this dentist for like 20-something years of my life. Now, about 18 years of my life. So, it... He, he's all, now I never went to him as a dentist because Hurricane Katrina happened, yada, 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 all that shit happened, right? So everything just, I went to him today. Uh, I'm going I'm to tell y'all one of the biggest scams in the world is insurance. All right? Insurance and like fucking medical bills. Because I went to him today, still, still the same cool dude always and all that shit but of course this is his profession he has to be paid man for a teeth cleaning it costed like 200 and something dollars shit not and just not just for the the teeth cleaning but then he's seen that hey i had some stuff wrong i had i had a chip tooth that he seen so he was like yeah i can tell you chewing more on this side than you are on that side and all that so I was like yo I, I was like yeah doc I am he was like yeah I can tell he was like it's because it's tooth bothering you I was like fuck it got everything finished boom 200 and something dollars then because to either cap it or to replace the crown the cap cost 250 or or uh or to replace the crown cost 1300 dollars 
that costs thirteen hundred dollars. Dog, medical bills are so fucking expensive. And the thing is, my insurance doesn't even cover that shit. It doesn't the type of insurance that I have, he doesn't take it. Nah, nah, I'm be real with y'all. I I don't think none of us like the dentist. Okay, we we probably all got some childhood stories about just being fucked up by the dentist. So that's why we don't like to go that often. But sweet Jesus, I, I wouldn't let nobody else, nobody else like touch my teeth but him. And I was like, shit, I'm going to pay for it, though, because I trust them. So I, I guess you you paying for the fact that you trust somebody because I don't, I don't just want anybody like I, I guess when it comes to health shit, I, I don't just want anybody like doing my shit. Like I would want the best person I know to do my shit. Like I, I don't like I had to watch Grey's Anatomy because my girlfriend, huh, we that was her thing. So and then we watch I watched the whole series. I didn't just watch bits and pieces. We watched the whole series. It was torture, but got through it. But this is the thing. You wouldn't you want the best doctor working on you. Not because this is your body. You want the best doctor working on you. In Grey's Anatomy, you want Meredith Grey. Now if you a guy, you probably looking at me, you probably listening to me like this nigga wildin'. And true, I am wildin' because I'm talking about Grey's Anatomy. But hey, it is what it is. You you want you want the best surgeon for you. The one that's not gonna give up on you, the one that's gonna keep on looking for a better way because honestly I done seen some shoddy surgeons I done seen some some shoddy shit happen to people look at the people that come on botched like they had some shoddy plastic surgeons they got some bullshit ass shit so like I I never want to be one of them people and plus I think my smile my smile is one of my best attributes like I get told that all the time so that's one of my that's one that's my money maker right there you know what I'm saying so I want the best shit possible for that, even though it's going to cost me money. I want the best shit. Now, I'm going to tell you, healthcare in Louisiana is some of the highest healthcare in the United States. It's some of the highest. Like, it, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. I, I think we, we rank among the highest in how much it costs for healthcare in the United States. And shit. They ain't lying. I I stopped into the emergency room. I had hives one time. I ain't never had hives in my life. I stepped in the emergency room for two minutes. They gave me some type of steroid, that one A, A that fucked me up. And I still had to go see a dermatologist. But then in the end, they gave me a bill for 700 and something dollars. I was in the emergency room for two minutes. Two minutes. And that costed me seven hundred and something dollars. I was like, nigga, that's a month of rent for somebody. That's a month of rent. And you telling me you about to charge me that? The dermatologist charged me uh I think he charged me like a hundred bucks. Or a hundred and fifty dollars. He charged me. He told me to get these two things at Walmart. Not three things at Walmart. That costed 
total under $50. All three uh little things over the counter costing under $50. Stuff was gone. Well, not like gone, but it stopped being flaring. It, it, it stopped like flaring up and going crazy and itching like crazy for like, it, it took a couple weeks. It took like two or three weeks. Really, really two weeks for it to like, for me to stop feeling any type of itch. And then after that, it was just, it just took time. He told me it was going to take time for the, uh, for the marks to go away. Now I could have did that from the beginning and saved 700 and something dollars. Or I could have did what I did, went to the emergency room like any person would because you got something wrong with you and you get misdiagnosed and you end up having some bullshit wrong with you and you end up with this fat ass medical bill for two minutes and the steroid made the shit worse. He even said it made the shit worse. So like it. Y'all, y'all gotta watch that shit. The the medical shit, y'all, y'all have to stay on top of it. But please stay on top of your health. Shit, y'all, y'all gotta be all right. We gotta be around for each other. You know what I'm saying? But on on to the regular shit. So, like, I know I was talking about uh, music the other time, and of course the last time that I didn't, that I I couldn't really put out and all that because of the 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 quality and all that shit. But it was a good conversation last week. But the the music shit, right? Now, I was one, like, places like where I'm from, Louisiana. We we have, uh, or, or like, let's say Chicago or, or places like that, right? Even Atlanta. Even Atlanta. Like, you you have to look at the, I, I would say the... the the landscape of where you're at in music and stuff like that. You have to look at the landscape. The landscape for Louisiana, if you make it, if you make it, like if you, like if you catch one and you down here, like, or even in places like this, it, not, it don't happen everywhere. It doesn't happen everywhere. You can catch one in LA and you can still be okay. But a lot of times, when you catch one in the hood that you're in, sometimes you secure, and a lot of times you not. A lot of times that you you that person that catch one, and then your own your own city or your own like place where you from, they take you out. They take you out because they like oh this nigga this nigga making it, and and you gone now. You gone, so you you can't. I I I'm of the mindset that you can't stay at all. You can't always stay at a place where you make it. Now some people still feel comfortable in their hood, and I understand that. I understand the fact that you still feel comfortable in the hood. And these are the people that you grew up around. These are the people that that you shit you used to. Uh, like you used to play basketball with and all that. That's all fine and good. Them people probably, them people more than likely not gonna harm you. It's the other people that's that's been looking, like the other people around that have been looking and like, God, right, that's a lick right there. You know what I'm saying? They looking at you as a bag. They they looking at you as a trophy. Like, hey, I'm about to I'm about to do them. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's over and we about to, like, it is what it is. He getting it before me or whatever like that. So I think it. I think it's an obligation for artists to, you know, be cutting them. But then you also have artists that roll deep as shit. And they ready for war. So it, it it's pieces to both puzzles. But I, I think it's an obligation for artists to like, you know, to get ghosts. At times when, when, especially when you catch one and you feel like, yo, like, I can really do this. I'm not talking about just catching one and be, being like a one-hit wonder type shit. I'm talking about catching one and like you catch it like you catch it and you got you got multiple right after that you know what i'm saying like you catch it and then you you hit another one you get you like you feel like you can do this rap shit or you can do this entertainment shit you feel like you can do it and you know you got other shit in the tuck and you know you got hits and you know you like hey this is the world is my oyster and i can get this shit popping you know and i feel like you can you I think you have an obligation to yourself to yourself and for the people that you you have an obligation to that you have to take care of like your 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 kids your your family and shit like that you got obligation to to get out to get out and and to make the the best role possible for yourself and to and to be the most successful you you possibly can to to make it and then when you make it and you worth millions and millions of dollars then you then you can do your philanthropy and you can always come back and and give back but i don't think it's i don't think it's smart to always stay where you at just because you like man these people gonna never uh they ain't never gonna flip on me and all that because them people won't flip on you but you don't know them niggas that stay like five ten minutes away may flip on you. Like you you never understand. Like some people that put on for the city, the city end up eating them. And and no one has any any anything else to say about it. They just oh so sorry that that people from your place got taken out. And like they had something. And that's the thing. People people didn't have something. But they, they don't always take the obligation to leave. Sometimes the best thing to do is leave a situation. Sometimes you got to get out there and get it for yourself and then come back and then spread the wealth. That That's that's just necessary sometimes. There ain't nothing wrong with that, but you just got to... like and don't, and don't listen to the people that say, Oh, man, you left, man, you left. And all that. Yeah, you fucking right I left. You right I left. I left for for me. I left so I can take care of my family. I left so, hey, I ain't got to be looking over my shoulder worrying about if I'm going to get shot or something by, by some niggas that stay down the block. You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't got to worry about that. Because then you have to, you have to then, but but you still have to worry about people. But you don't always have to look at the people around from where your hood at. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta just make it easy for people. You know what I'm saying? That's why you gotta move correctly. You ain't gotta make it easy for them. On on to the, the football news and all that. Like I think 
I think football is about to get interesting. I I think every offseason is pretty interesting because you always looking at the deals people signed and all all the, the numbers getting thrown around, the trades that's happening. But this shit is about to get crazy. I think it's about to get flat out fucking crazy. Like well, I was listening to Pat McAfee, and he was he was saying the, the, uh, this lady on Twitter, I forget her name, I'm so sorry, uh, she, she tweeted out that she didn't heard from, like, a, a GM or something like that talking about, it's, like, this, this shit is about to be a massacre, like, next week, like, they about to start cutting people left and right, but let, let's be real, who saw the Kyle Van Noy cut coming, alright, who, who saw that shit coming? I can see Kyle Rudolph, but who saw the Kyle Van Noy shit coming? Because I was mad when he left New England. I was like, shit. But they, how much they paid him? I was like, fuck. We can't compete with that. We not about to get this nigga no no uh no ten million and something dollars. We ain't about to compete. But he he took that, and now the Dolphins then just cut bait with him after one year after he was one of y'all better defensive players he was the captain of the defense he was one of the captains on y'all team and y'all just y'all just cut bait with him and I don't even think his cap hit was that crazy I think they said if they cut him they was like going for some like some 4 million in dead cap hit but if he had stayed it was like 7 that's a $3 million difference. And you telling me you about to take that dead cap money when it's a dude that could be playing for you and, and that you don't have to... You already got him under contract. And you, you can restructure some shit if you want to be real. So I, I I just don't understand that. I'm telling you, when you think the Dolphins doing something, they, they, always, show the, they always show their hand that they still doing Dolphin shit. But I can't... I can't I can't front. Brian Flores is a great coach. He's from New England. Off the Bill Belichick coaching tree. So I, I wanna see like what's gonna happen with that because I, I he's a great coach. And obviously he got the Dolphins going in the right direction, but I don't know if they GMs and they ownership gonna get out their own way and just let this nigga run the show. Because if he run the show, then it's a problem. It's a problem then. So I guess only time gonna tell with that. But you you got you got Kyle Rudolph gone, JJ Watt going to Arizona, and let's let's be frank here. I didn't see that shit coming. I I don't give a fuck who say anything. Ain't, ain't nobody seen that shit coming. No, nobody seen it. And JJ, you you took the you took the money. You took the money. Because this is your last big payday. Like, J.J. Watt contracts. I know he had a $100 million contract. I know for a fact he had that. He had a $100 million contract. So, now you're nearing the end. And you was like, you know what? Let me go on and get in for a little bit more. Another $30 million ought to do it. You could have went. Cause I I don't even consider Arizona a contender. They they got one of the hardest divisions in football. 
the the NFC West is one of the hardest divisions in football. And it's been one of the hardest divisions in football for the past for the past decade. Ever since Russ got to Seattle, it's been it's been one of the hardest divisions in football. Because you got you got Seattle, you got the Rams, who always had a good defense. And then who who else in there? Seattle, the Rams, Arizona, and I don't even know who else. Oh, and the 49ers. Shit, that division is stacked. Shit. So how how are you? Like they're they're beating up on each other. <laughs> At the end of the day, they beating up on each other. So it, it's about who going who going to get the dub and who not. Cuz you beating up on each other and now somebody got to be the victor. And then you're going to have another team that's going to be the wild card. So, the probability of Arizona making it out. Okay, you got Kyler. You you got a, you got a defense. I ain't even going to joke. Buda Baker is a goddamn savage. Okay? And Isaiah Simmons, like, I knew what he was at Clemson. But it, it was just about finding the right place for him to play because he's a tweener. You don't know what Isaiah Simmons is going to play. So, but now they did what they were supposed to do and they put his ass at linebacker. You put him at linebacker. He he's a football guy. He's going to find it. He's going to find it. So, you just put his ass at linebacker and you say, "Hey, go hunt." He going to read some shit and he going to make a play. That that's what it's called for. That's what he did at Clemson. He made plays. You bring him there to make plays. Look at look at uh Tyra Math Tyra Matthew played corner at LSU. He played corner. He played he played corner, safety, slot corner. So you telling me right now, especially at the beginning of his career, you can you can put Tyron Matthew anywhere. You can put him anywhere on the field. He was a he's a playmaker. You put him anywhere, he gonna find the ball and he gonna make a play. So come on now, that, that was Honey Badger and Isaiah Simmons got the same shit. You gonna put him somewhere and he gonna make a play. Just just stick him on the field, he gonna make a play. And that that's how I look at Arizona gonna be good, but are there now if Russ leaves, then then it's wide open. Because Garoppolo ain't winning shit till he come back to New England. Sorry to tell you that, San Francisco. He ain't, they ain't winning shit unless Garoppolo come back to New England. So now you out. You out with uh, I I think the Niners, even though they got a, a stacked defense themselves, the offense not gonna move without the quarterback moving. Let's see. Seattle, if y'all lose Russ, y'all fucked. The Rams, y'all got Matt Stafford. Everyone's expecting the Rams to make it to the playoffs. So am I. So you got the Rams, and now you got Arizona. That's if Russ leaves. Now, I, I'm going to look like a fucking fool if San Francisco come out and start smacking everybody in the mouth and all that. But I just don't believe they will because Garoppolo... I think he is tailor-made for the for the New England system. 
He's tailor-made. And I think he can be great in it. But San Francisco asked him. They don't ask him to do too much. They don't. I just don't think that they can get the best version of Jimmy Garoppolo. I just don't think they can. And Kyle Shanahan is a fantastic coach. But sometimes people are tailor-made for certain situations. He was tailor-made to be a Patriot after Tom Brady. He was tailor-made. That was that was supposed to be the guy. That was it. That was the heir apparent. And that's what it was supposed to be. But, as we know, Bill got thrown into a little tizzy and gave him a second-round pick. Fucking, fucking stupid. Fucking stupid as shit. But I, that's the only way I see Arizona making some noise. Now, you got Kyler Murray, who is becoming, before our very eyes, a fucking savage. Right, he's becoming a damn savage. Before our eyes. And I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be great. I think Kyler is going to be great. But, will they win the Super Bowl this year? And I'm going to go with no. Now, of course, I could be wrong, but I'm going to go with no. So, now you have Kyler. And also, now, you have, uh, you you got Kyler with J.J. with DeAndre Hopkins and all that. But, you know, they're probably not even going to keep Hassan Reddick. No, nah, he probably gone because they got J.J. Watt, which... Honestly, I can't even front with Hassan Reddick because it's like, like what, like who are you? Because a bunch of your sacks came against the Giants. I a bunch of them. So after that, you got like what seven sacks in a uh, in the season if you take out one game. But I know how people say you can't just take out one game because he still played it, but. In the rest of your games, you got seven. Are you getting constant pressures? Are you doing that? Or are you just like, hey, like when shit easy, you get a sack? I have no idea. I have no idea. I guess we're going to find out. I guess we're going to find out if they let this nigga go or what. I tell you what, Tampa. Tampa needs to, uh, Tampa needs to focus on... Shaq Barrett, which I think J.J. Watt just fucked them up. He just fucked them up. If he can get $30 million for two years, he just fucked Tampa up. So you you out of there with that because Shaq Barrett's going to be like, J.J. got fucking this amount of money. I'm loads better than J.J. Watt. So, hey, I want the fucking bank. I don't want a Brinks truck. I want the bank. He deserved it. Shaq Barrett been balling. Right, he been balling. So I, I understand it. I understand it. But they need to, they need to keep Levante David. He needs to be kept. Uh, Tampa needs to go after Von Miller. That'd be the best thing. I, I think that's the closest thing to keeping Shaq Barrett. You go after Von Miller and Von Miller. Healthy Von Miller? Healthy Von Miller, retarded. Healthy Von Miller, yeah, Tampa's, Tampa's going sizzler. 
because he he is gonna be too is gonna be too retarded because they they pass rushes is gonna be too too stacked where no one can compete with it. Now what the Patriots need to do? I need us to sign back Cam Newton. I know what y'all are saying. Cam was trash. Cam was this. Cam was that. I, and I understand that. I understand Cam had these problems. I understand. But guess what? Jared Stidham not it. He not it. We need to draft Mac Jones. We need to let him sit behind Cam for a year. Don't pull. Don't pull Cam. Don't do none of that. You let him sit behind Cam for a year. You know why? Because the Patriots need to get assets. We need receivers. We need tight ends. The offensive line is already good. You need to play. You need to pay. Um, you you need not. Who who is that? Who? I keep forgetting our guard name. But you need to pay him. You need to pay him. We need to get uh some some receivers. We need to get some tight ends. Why would you want Mac Jones out there throwing to these niggas? You're going to regress him, then progress him. So you let him sit behind Cam. You let him learn what a quarterback is supposed to look like and supposed to do. Cam carries himself. Cam is one of the best carrying like what a quarterback is supposed to be. Cam walk into a room, the whole room light up. Because he's... He has the charisma to light up a room. So you 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 bring back Cam. Even though it's kind of fucked up, you bring them back with no receivers or none of that. You bring back Cam. Let's be real. Bill, you probably trained Stephon Gilmore. So you trade Stephon Gilmore. You you get something. I don't even know what we're going to get for Stephon Gilmore. If he go to Arizona, I'm going to be hot. Okay? I'm going to be hot. Like, ship his ass somewhere where people need him and they gonna give away a first-round pick or some shit. Like, do that. Do that. So, you give away, you, you trade Stephon Gilmore. Then, we got the people coming back off COVID. You get them back. After you draft receivers and tight ends. Now, now you know what you do? Now you move into the, you let the receivers progress. You let them re- progress. You give them all a year. Then you send Cam out. You send Cam out. Hopefully he gets a deal because he did such a good job in New England. Now, Mac Jones starts. The new Patriot era begins, baby. Boom. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. Boom. We we rolling. Boom. Everything, everything flowing. Boom. Hey, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I hope I hope that ends up happening because I have no idea, man. I have no idea. This NFL season is going to be retarded just like the damn stock market right now. I, I don't know about y'all, but I, I'm not a person that just comes in here and tells my gains. I don't, I'm going to tell my losses. I've lost a couple grand in the stock market over the past over the past two weeks. I now, of course, uh, what people have to understand what the stock market is, regardless of how things look in the moment, because this, this shit is going up and down like crazy. One one second you could be up, 
the next second you could be down. So I want people to understand like how this is going. Everything always goes up. Like now it could take some things take a short amount of time, but some things could take a long time. A long time, but it always goes up. So if you're down thousands right now, if you find a quick play where you can recoup that money, good, good on you. All right, good on you. If you find a, a quick play where you can make a couple grand and then, like, get back your positions and all that shit. Or or you can make a couple grand, flip that, make a couple more, and then, like, get back your position. Because I'm pretty sure the shit that you're in, you probably believe in. If you want a people like that. Like me, that's what I'm at. The shit that I'm in, I believe in. It's just it's just the stock market is fluctuating right now. So I'm going to tell y'all. Like me, I, I haven't been watching my uh my Robin Hood like that. I haven't been watching it. Like I, I've been, like of course I check it on the daily. I check it. I may check it now before, like when I'm making money, I check it more frequently because I'm like, okay, is there anything that I can jump on real quick? But the fact that I'm down thousands of dollars now, I, I check it here and there. I may check it twice twice a day because I'm like, because I don't want the anxiety of being like, oh shit, I'm down this amount, I'm down this amount, this amount. And then it causes me to make a decision that I'm not fully ready to make. That That's why I don't watch it so closely like that. So that's why you you also have to understand who you are in the thing. If you can sit there and look at your money, like leave and not trip, I give you credit. Sometimes I can do that. Sometimes I can't. And I know the times I can't. When I start seeing that I'm down hundreds of dollars and shit like that, I, I'm like, yeah, let me not look at this because I don't want to pay attention to it. Because I know in the eventuality of things that... What I'm placed in right now and what I have in my stocks, I know eventually it's going to go up. Eventually. Like, you're not going to be able to keep this shit down. It's going to fly up and I'm going to make my money. But if you want those people that can see a quick play, by all means, do it. Do it. Make your money back and all that. And then if you believe in those companies still, jump back in them at a lower rate and all that if you can if you can find it like that but for those people who uh who who done lost thousands and all and like tripping out and all that like look take a deep breath be calm and make a sound decision whether you think that it's gonna go back up or whether like you know or the company is done but some most times Everything eventually goes up. I just want to let y'all know that. That way y'all don't like really trip out and be like, nah, fuck it. I'm losing money. I can't do it. I can't do it. And then you end up panic selling. And then in two months, that thing that you was in that was down uh, like 30%, now it's up 50%. So it, it, it went up an extra 20% than when you had it. So just just be cautious of that. The the market is a little volatile, especially crypto right now. So like me, I lost just off crypto. (laughs) 
in a week. I lost a thousand dollars just off crypto in a week. So y'all, y'all just keep together. Y'all, we we gonna make it through this thing. We all gonna be wealthy, baby. You know what I'm saying? And y'all know we in this. Everything is what it is. Y'all have a beautiful and blessed day, people. I wish nothing but the best for all of us. May may we win. You know what I'm saying? May we win. That's how we go, baby. Y'all have a good one.